Hi, Bob. I'm an alcoholic. My topic tonight is start with the first step. Let me tell you a little of my thought, just that comes from experience on that. How many of us can remember coming into one of our first AA meetings, or the very first AA meeting, and you sit there, and everybody that's called on stands up, or whatever, wherever they, they speak from, and they say, my name is Bob, I'm an alcoholic. Each person does that right down the line. And the guy's sitting there thinking, oh, wow, what's going to happen if they call on me? And he gets called on, and he stands up, and he goes for the peer pressure, and he says, my name is Bob, I'm an alcoholic. And he thinks to himself, my God, I just said I was an alcoholic. And he goes home, and he might think that he's really done something. He might think that he's taken the first step. But I bet you, in most cases, what's really happened is that he's just recited some words, because... In my own case, I didn't know what an alcoholic was until I had been coming to meetings and not drinking for three whole months. And the definition of alcoholism in my, the way I use it, is the first step. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol and our life had become unmanageable. Now what I do when I'm working with people on their first step is that first of all, I don't try to rush that. I'm, I also remember how fuzzy I was when I first got here and how difficult it was to remember many of the things that I had done that would be signs of my alcoholism. And I, a lot of those I would just tuck to the back of my mind on purpose because they're uncomfortable things to remember. So what I do is that I visit with that per new person daily for quite a while. And then finally I say it's time that we're going to do the first step together. And I do it formally. And my suggestion to them is that they, they carry a piece of paper in their pocket. And it's about a 10-day exercise. And I suggest that what they do is they write down little one-word or two-word remembrances of examples of their powerlessness and their unmanageability. I tell them a story, one of my own, where I was in a school in Denver, Colorado one time for 10 days, drank a quart of Calverts every day. I was younger than the whole group. It was a class. And I mouthed off and said I could do something. And it, long story short, I called Tom McCall from Denver, Colorado, and actually got to talk to him and made an appointment to go talk to him about selling him life insurance. And I did it on a speakerphone, which in those days was a newfangled thing. And so I was showing off to everybody in the class, the people who were really serious about the class. And so I, I had an appointment to sell life insurance to Tom McCall. And it was for a Tuesday, and I knew that in those days, I didn't know I was an alcoholic, but I knew that once I took the first drink, I didn't quit until I went to bed. So I said to myself that Tuesday, don't drink until after you get back from Salem. About 2 o'clock, I thought, well, I can have one beer. And about 5 o'clock, I'm calling Tom McCall and telling him that I just had a wisdom tooth taken out, and I was really dizzy from the medicine they'd given me, and could I reschedule the appointment? I didn't think I should drive down the freeway. And uh, he said, sure, no, no problem. And I never, I called back about four or five times, never was able to get the appointment again. That's an example that I give to them. So in that case, I'd take my little page out and I'd write Tom McCall. And then when I sit down with my sponsor, I will see Tom McCall and then I'll tell him that story and the other stories that I've noted. And probably, and for sure it was this way, by the end of the exercise, it was very clear that I was powerless over alcohol and my life had become unmanageable. Thanks.